0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Chioté, great strike! It's the absolute For the True Faith weekly radio show. I'm joined by Ben Wade and Simon Carroll Hello gentlemen. Hello. Lads, guess what was the most listened to show over the summer? Well that we did, don't tell me like, you know, uh, the radio on breakfast show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, the, the first quiz? Uh,
1: the Pardew Years. Oh really? Over a thousand oh. listens, yeah, for the Pardew Years, so thanks for everyone who tuned in for Surprising. that one. People obviously... Probably hope we're going to go over and break one nosefire on policy or Radio Northumberland's nosefire on policy, a policy which we don't keep on the Monday night podcast if you <laughs> listen to <that>. us. <laughs> um, so yeah, tonight's show we're going to talk to uh, Mickey Is going to come on the phone. If, if you forgot about him as well, then
3: <laughs> well, well, hang on, it wasn't my uh, responsibility to get Mickey on the phone. You just said, well, you your phone's plugged into the <laughs> to, to the sound system. <laughs> I've got no battery though, so uh, you oh. can get Mickey on. <laughs> well, I, su- I suppose, Sai <laughs> si, have
1: si, you've got your phone, so we can ring Michael Carlin, friend I'll of the show. I'll tell him to ring me when he's ready. Okay, he's ready now. Uh, yes.
2: <laughs> do we need to ring him?
1: Yeah. Let's not get, don't get tight on me, Sai.
3: Anyway. Crack
1: <laughs> on, <crack> on. <laughs> right, Newcastle season ahead. Uh, Southampton at home on Sunday. We'll start off the show, got a simple question for you both. How do you think Newcastle will do and why, Ben?
3: I'm hoping we'll um, finish. Uh, we'll start the season as the way we finished it. Um, in terms of playing a high line, pushing, with sort three, of pressing. Three
2: wins and ten. No, three wins and twenty.
3: No, I'm talking about the style. Yeah. Um, I think we are all really impressed with the likes of Anita's performances and things like that. And uh, me and you went to the uh, Brucey Munchen back game. Um, the week and for spells they were they were doing that sort of high line uh, pressing uh, and it worked really well against the side that looked really good on the ball for 20 minutes when we started pushing them back um, we were getting the ball back straight away we looked brilliant we looked a really good side for for period so I'm hoping they'll carry that on um, obviously I'm hoping the three new lads will all start as well um, I know and pe- uh, Benbez obviously just just come to um, the the club but. Um, I, th- I think you just him in he can't do any worse than Williamson. Um,
2: Mickey, can you hear me? Oh yeah.
3: Hello, Michael. Welcome to the show. Sorry, Ben. But uh, yeah, so I was just saying. Um, hopefully, uh, all three three of the new lads will, will get starts. Um, and uh, to be honest, I'm <laughs> I, just just I'm just glad glad for football to be back. I'd so definitely.
1: To go back to the original question, <laughs> how do you think Newcastle will do? I think they'll do well. You think we'll do well. Si?
2: Um Yeah, I'll listen. I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll
1: <laughs> I
3: thought I'd give you a bit more meat on the bone, dogger. to your <laughs> how do you think we'll do, one weird answer, well.
1: Well, I, I don't know, I just didn't really get a feel of where you were going. You just basically described pre-season, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and said would, would, would you hope the new players would start without really saying I thought you said why would do well.
3: <laughs> what? Anyway, carry on. I d-
2: <laughs> I'll, I'm not the wordsmith that you are, Ben, but... Uh, I think we'll do better than well. I think I think we're going to have a good season. Um
1: grammatical difference there. <laughs> Very uh, well. It would
2: be it, as you said, it would be nice if if the three new lads started. I'd I'd rather s- <laughs> The three new
1: lads like participation against Southampton does not bear any impact surely in the overall season. Yes, that's does. not does. that's
3: not the, the you changing the question every Do you think Newcastle we'll do well Newcastle month start?
2: I think, I think, I don't know who put the tweet out earlier on today, it might be New Dodds. Yes, um, it would have been it, me since no one else does it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll, 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 we've got a tough start, if we can get through that with, I would say, six to seven points from the first five games, and then we'll, we'll go on the usual, even with our party, we'll go on the usual run, where the pressure's off and we've just got some some nice fixtures to take us through to Christmas, at which point, if we're not reliant on Mike Williamson covering Stephen Taylor's inevitable injury... I don't know how much game time Mbembo will seriously get. I don't know pl- what his plan from is. I can't see him just starting every game early doors. And I really think that Williamson will be in the squad, which means lost points. So,
3: you <laughs> so can do really well. Are you going to downgrade your really <laughs> well?
2: It's 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 yeah. <laughs>
1: yes, I am. David Stratton's been in touch on Twitter, and he reckons the lads uh, it'll be a season of inconsistency, and will be the bottom tier of mid table, thirteenth or. Fourteenth. So, thanks, David, for tweeting in.
2: Uh, by, by really well, I think getting back up to ninth, tenth is is will be progress. And I, I think McLaren should th- realistically be given two to three years to to turn around this team, because he was basically given an absolute cleanup job based on on what happened in the last half of last season. So, I think the McLaren project, if you want to call it that, no one's asked me to call it that. I'm just going to call it that, <laughs> <laughs> is 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 more than a one year thing. I think <laughs> under
3: if, political pressure.
2: I think as long as the investment is is consistent throughout, so a couple of players now, if we don't get them in any more at the end of this window, press on in January, press on next season, as long as there's a steady build and some real progress shown every six months, I think within two or three years, we really can have a team back in the top six.
3: I mean, when you look at the rest of the league, our, our predicted when we did podcast in the week that would come 10th, just purely based on the fact that I, th- I think our first team is a lot better than... Than half of the league. Um, I think. But it is, ha- having said that, it's with, obviously with our injury record, how yeah. often do we get with, with first team out?
2: I think more than that. It's, it's, it's a new manager. It's going to take him time to find you know some suitable tactics. It's going to take time to instill a winning mentality in a team that just got so used to getting stuffed. Like it, it takes more than just hiring a couple of good players in and everything turning around. And I think as fans, we have to maybe be a bit more patient this season and give McLaren some time, which I'm willing to do.
1: Excellent start, lads. Uh, Mickey, can you hear me?
4: Just about. I'm not, I'm not hearing you all the best, but...
1: <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh, OK, Mickey, how do you think Newcastle will do this season and why? I
4: think it's going to be a really unremarkable 10th or 11th, which, which, I sort of lose to there, I'd be sort of quite happy with this year, Um we haven't really strengthened all that well with players but nobody really knows anything about. Um, so it remains to be seen how much of an impact they're gonna have. But just there's still so much Edward like basically I'm thinking here about Taylor and Williamson who are looking like they're gonna start centre half again. Um for us to even consider that we're gonna do anything anything really positive at all. But I think we'll we'll do all right. We'll not be any of the good teams. We'll not have some of the horror shows that we had
3: last
1: year. We'll play tenth or and at the end of the season, everyone's just going to think that was a waste. of time <laughs> Harsh. Uh, okay, where, where to go from that? Personally, I, I went for ninth in the podcast uh, preseason preview. You can download that, or just listen to the podcast preseason preview. We do, we preview all twenty Premier League clubs in order. The show lasts about four, five hours, and that's on SoundCloud or iTunes at TF Weekly Pod. But yeah, I said ninth, and I, maybe I disagree. I think tenth or eleventh would, would be reasonable, but then you're totally dependent on the cup competitions. One of the main reasons I went for ninth is because I still think the league's so poor. Um, there's, there's a host of teams. I mean, Vile have lost the spine of their team and have bought like loads of nobodies. I think you're a bit I think, um you know, when when you allow them, uh, you know, much hyped for PSV last season. You know, considering Man United went and bought Depay, who played in the same team, and was captained by our lad. It, you know, I, I think you're a bit harsh on that. No one knows who he is. 14 million quid, second, third, or third most expensive player in the club's history. You've got to expect quite a lot from him, and already the the word is from the journalists that all the players in, in pre-season training have been massively impressed with them. And that's that's really important. If you go back to the season where we're finished, fifth, the following season, that feeling amongst the players, were kind of thinking, right, who's going to come in? Are there going to be any good? And obviously we're signing no one apart from Nita. Whereas I think players with the quality that Winnie Lardham's got, and also the quality of Mitrovic, I disagree as well. I think he's a really good player. I knew who he was because of his goal against Arsenal last season. Um <laughs> what just the I'm sure we said
3: about three weeks ago on the the show you were like does anyone know about any of the new lads I don't have a clue
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying I know that is any good I'm saying that I knew he scored against Arsenal that was one points my points because that was an absolutely ridiculous game where Arsenal threw away a 2-0 lead <laughs> Um, I th- I think I think we could do really really well two main worries Mike Williamson but I don't I can't see him I can't see him not keeping Mbemba or Stephen Taylor or Paul them out of the team the start of the season is crucial. I hope the the fans stay with McLaren. Uh, well the first few games are... Let me just get a fixture list in front of me. it will bring me nicely to the next question. <laughs> ben? Cracking up there? <laughs> Looking out the window now. You know, we're all live on radio when I'm speaking I know. here. You know, like
3: well, I'm, I was, didn't mean to interrupt you. Carry on, you're in full <laughs> flow.
1: Right. Okay, so the fixture. Southampton at home, Swansea away, man, new away. That's a tough three games. If you don't beat Southampton on the opening day, would you take one point out of Swansea, Emmanuel? I think I would. I think but that's yeah. a reasonable turn. Then you've got Arsenal, who could be top of the league, because their se- start of the season so easy. Um, Arsenal at home. West Ham away Monday night. and y- y- You're in basically the last week in September before you play Watford, and then you've got Chelsea and Man City away. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a really, you know, to, to get into, um, you know, that, I would say, the easy or easier stretch of games is uh, October and November, so we'll come on to that. So, lads, Mickey, I'll start with you. That start of the season, let's say from Southampton, Swansea, Man United, Arsenal, West Ham. You know that brings us to mid-September. That's the first five Premier League games. How do you think Newcastle will get on, points-wise? Um, I think I think we'll be looking to get five. Not going to get anything
4: half a point tonight, We, I think we'll be.
0: Um, we'll be lucky to get a point at the weekend. So, I think we'll be very
1: lucky to get five. Very negative that you say, lucky to get a point at the weekend. If if, we, if you're lucky to get a point against Southampton, who will probably finish between 7th and 10th themselves, you've, you've got to be looking at a lower mid table or relegation team, don't you think? Well, yeah, that's That's right. the right. I think we
0: are. I
4: think that's the kind of team that we're struggling
1: Fair enough. Five points from the first five games. You'd be happy with uh, Si.
4: I was
2: just cracking up at the time delay from here to Jesmond. It's
0: about <laughs> like... <a laughs>
1: well, I did ask you the question, so...
2: What was the question?
1: How do you think Newcastle get on those first five games? Um, which uh, are going to yeah. be crucial.
3: Bearing in mind the I question will change all way through.
2: S- you're saying they're crucial and you're right because I think it it becomes a very hard job for McLaren if we get now out of those five games. Even one or two points will be stuck at the bottom and then it's a massive uphill battle. Um, I don't think it's crucial in terms of you have to just look at it and think, right, they're solid games. If we don't do well, we'll just have to pick ourselves up. But this is where the kind of... We've got to give him a bit more time comes in. If people start getting on his back, if, if the crowd start turning... Which you can understand if if six games in the season we haven't won again, and after the, the, what we went through last year, it's going to be tough to to stick with it. But I think that's that's going to be the most important thing is just like you know accepting we've got a tough start, we've got some new players to gel in, and we've got a brand new manager for the first time in four years. Like there's a lot to consider there, and it, I don't think we'll start off strongly.
3: Fair enough,
1: Ben. Do you agree with I? Si?
3: I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to say we'll have seven points after the first three games. First three. Um, yeah. I reckon we'll do uh, Southampton I think I predicted 2-1 on, on the pod Yeah. Um, Swansea I, st- I still think I th- Monk's done an okay job but I, I don't think he's as good as everyone's making out to be I don't think that the, their team or their squad's as good as as everyone thinks and I think early pre-season no, everyone's going to be in the same sort of boat um, I, I think they've had quite a few new signings as well that they'll be expecting to come in and hit hit the um, hit the straps and I, I just think if we can go with a game plan <laughs> for once as opposed to the Carvers just go out there tactics don't matter um, we might be able to beat if we're tough to beat I think you might scrape a, a, a couple of goals um, mind you uh, for all the money they spent you still look at their back four and it's shaky it's shaky as anything really I mean it's not a top a top sort of tier defence if we can create chances against him and to be fair we've, we've not done too badly there the last couple of years have we? Um, I mean we're, we've obviously lost uh, was it 3 or 4 3-1 three, 3-1 one. Three, one. Um, but we had a stonewall penalty not given which would have changed the game and we've just not had, had any luck really so but obviously the year before that we're, we won with Kabai's winner so I mean obviously they've spent a lot of money but they've only got Rooney up front I mean if he goes down in one of the first two games then that's I mean, not that it'll, it'll happen, but it's just a lot of pressure on. I think uh, they'll they'll be expecting to do big things. So they'll. Um, I, I, th- I think if we go there and be tough to beat, we could easily very uh, well not easily, but we could definitely get something out of that game. Yeah.
1: Sorry, David Stratton on Twitter. The new FC Shifty agrees with you. Agree with side. The players will need time to jail, but I really think the fans will back. Mark, i already seen an improvement. I think we will get. Six points from those five games, which will be a reasonable start. I think we'll beat Southampton. I think we might. We'll be unlucky to lose at Swansea Man United, uh, and I think we'll pick up something at Arsenal at home or West Ham away. I don't. I don't see the the team racing out the box. I don't think McLaren's teams are going to come out and batter a team for twenty twenty five minutes. Uh, what impressed me f- from McLaren's teams right from the back with England is. <coughs> play very tactical game the against Borussia Gladbach it was clear would have 20 minutes with the ball 20 minutes without it and it's it's, it's a kind of a plan and you know if you read back to Martin Hardy's book touching distance which um, <laughs> we did a podcast interview of this week it's a fantastic book about the Keegan era at NUFC the tactic of Keegan's NUFC at the time the the, the uh, season were finished second they they'd basically come out blitz teams for 20 minutes half an hour then sit back drop deep either be two or three nil up already or knacker the other team out so much that you know they're basically comfortable through half time and I kind of saw McLaren do something similar, not to the same extent, but play a high line push pres- up uh, possession based pressing football which really seemed to work and put the opposition on the back foot but for maybe the first 10-15 minutes of a game, depending on position, sit back, allow them to come on to you, conserve energy. And I I I think that I think that's been missing from the Premier League. I don't see it happen with too many other clubs. I know it's only one game I'm going off. But um, that, that is McCarran's hallmark as a manager. So I think we'll do right the first five, six games. We'll go back to the sign lads. I know Mickey says that he's not that impressed. I'm impressed that we've bought quality over quantity. It's only £35 million spent. I'd rather have spent a little bit more on another player, which they might still do, but it's unlikely. Uh, ben, the sign-ins, do you agree with Mickey's assessment that we bought some nobodies? <laughs>
3: well, they're nobodies if you don't know who they are, obviously, but... Um They've obviously got some pedigree. I mean, it's it's not like Newcastle scouting system. I, I I trust the system. The players were bought in the past. The majority of them have come good. Um, and th- it's not like they just go in and buy people off a whim. They've they watched these players for years. Apparently, I think was it Mitrovic or on it was in Bember. I think possibly they were talking about. Um, we, we we've been watching them for three four years, um, and you you think that, that they should have a good, pretty good. Um, Sort of knowledge of, of where their their game's at, and I, I think they'll have bought players knowing exactly what they want to aim. Um, that they'll have bought players to, to come in and fit the system. Um, I think Mbembe looks looks like a bit of a unit, to be honest. He's fast. he looks strong. Um, I'm a little bit worried that I mean he, he came on and played right back. Uh, the other week, but I mean, they're, they're probably thinking just ease him in. But <laughs> when you've got Williamson playing centre back, sack that, you've just got to throw him in at the deep end. Um, it's what we should have done with the young and Beaver, and we didn't. Um, they, they can't keep picking Williamson over players because because he's more comfortable or they want them to settle in or whatever it is. Just get him in. them um, I think, looks he's, he's a top quality international footballer. He's happy to receive the ball anywhere. He can be played. He's got skill. He's got a knife for a pass. Um, he's got pace I think he'll work really well with uh, the likes of Sissoko um Jan-Mat, who likes to attack up from the right the, I could see them doing a lot of damage to teams on the right flank as he sort of goes over uh, and the likes of Aaron's, I think will benefit a lot from him and even someone like Colback who loves to play the ball to feet um, Wijnaldum's going to give him a target all the time to to uh, sort of play, play off him play one-twos and get get the ball moving so um, I think they're really good players, and then Mitrovic. Although he missed an open goal the other week, he, he doesn't look. That he's, he's there was scared. a goalkeeper
1: in the goal. Well, <laughs> it, <laughs> it was an easy d- d- chance, d- d- like, but d- d- it
3: That's as close to an open goal as you get. But uh, the again, though, I, th- I think he's got the right build for the Premier League. He's he's a big lad, um, and he he held the ball up well, and all. He looks like he's got a decent touch on him. Um, I mean, we were saying I think the young could be key for him because. Um, he's a brilliant player. He, he'll bring bring players into playing. Um, he's just got a brilliant touch and brilliant, brilliant uh, sort of mind. He just he'll will create a lot of opportunities for players. So um, I think I'm I'm really happy with the three of them, the same as you. Um, I think there'll be quality. They just need time to bed in, but I, I think with the, the players we've already got, and it's it's just keeping people fit. I think it's going to be the key. But you you sort of list the names. We've got a lot of pace up front, the likes of Aaron Sissoko. Um, even <laughs> even over time if he ever gets a kick, <laughs> um, but it's we've, we've got a bit of everything. I, I like the sort of the, the, the squad build up, um, the makeup. But I, I think, as you say, we're maybe one or two players shy of of sort of having the ideal the uh, ideal mix.
2: Well, I think you've hit the nail on the head there with with Obertan. It, it takes a couple of injuries before we've got Williamson and Obertan in the team, and we go from having a you know a, a squad that you'd think you put up against anyone and think we'd give them a match. To injuries will happen, especially in Newcastle, and the squad. And I, I agree with Dodds' comment about quality over quantity, but we do still need a couple of players. We still need a bit more in there, and. <coughs> It, it really did look like that's what they were going to do and then, then it's, it's suddenly gone quiet and McLaren's comments the other night on the radio seemed to suggest that it could it's it's unlikely that we're going to see more players so yeah I agree I, I like the sign-ins but I, I think we're going to struggle for goals this season
1: Mickey can you hear us? Just about yeah <laughs> Do you want to you clarify your comments about, about the players being unknown do you have much faith in them or do you think it's, it's a massive gamble from the club not going for? The more proven quality of, perhaps, a Charlie Austin.
4: <coughs> well, I mean, by, by all accounts, uh, Mitrovic and Bender and Wijnaldum um, or Harvids, I mean, are all supposed to that be... That was perfect. Players. I just don't think it's, it's not enough, as I si said. Like, we, we need bodies in. We, our squad is, was already bare. Particularly when you look at centre half, I, don't, I don't know a lot of players that are absolutely atrocious and they shouldn't, they shouldn't even be playing in the championship. So we, we should have we should have signed another centre half. We should have signed another striker. Probably should have bought another attack man in the field as well.
2: We so, only have one left back as well.
4: I think.
1: Yeah. Forget about set piece. Left. In <laughs> the team for set pieces alone, <laughs> that's Paul Demon by the way, if you've not listened <laughs> to the podcast before.
4: I think even if these these three could turn out to be as good as people are hoping, we're still going to be short, which is a shame, like We're going to go to all that that effort to bring in uh, to bring in quality players. We should have bought in enough to make a real difference.
1: I think the, the I understand where you're coming from, and I, I think the club agree. But it's it's one of those things, isn't it, where the the club would argue, or Lee trony would argue that they're waiting for the right players. Um, like the fact we seem to have signed a bunch of lads or a small set of lads who are looking to progress their career. I know a lot of people criticise the sell-on option, but it is good getting players, you know, 26 and under with a lot to prove. And you you hope that they're going to do that at the club. What disappoints me is we didn't sign anyone last uh, window, disastrously, in January. So you'd think the club had, what, since basically... If I was in Lee Charlie's job, I had since last September the 1st to scout this summer, when the, the squad was clearly weak. We'll have a lot, you know, a lot of them in the same position, and without great quality, um, You know, so I'm kind of disappointed about the, the fact we've only brought in three players, but as I say, I think they're three excellent players, and I think they'll do really well. We may as well talk tactics before we talk fantasy football for a little bit. Uh, ben, I'll go to you first. McLaren seems to have favoured a 4-2-3-1, much like Pardew do you agree with that or do you think that McCarron spoke a lot in pre-season about playing two strikers do you think that would be a, a better route or do you think it's better for, for us especially with the defence to start with that more compact formation
3: yeah I mean that's the big key isn't it it's just I don't think you trust the defence to be able to do the job um, with with four of them or, or five of them if one of, if they're going to say one of the midfielders is going to drop in um, as well the midfielders that we're expecting to play callback isn't really a, a, a defensive midfielder and um, it's unlikely I wouldn't expect Tioti to be starting. He might do, but I, I suppose he might sort of be. Wouldn't be a bad shout to sort of have in there just to sort of give them a bit of protection. But it, it depends who who it is again. If it's Williamson, then that you've got to play t- sort of two ahead of him just to give him a bit of protection um, and also I suppose to get the ball off him as well. Um, just because <laughs> he's absolutely useless at football. <laughs> but um, I'm I'm hoping McLaren's got. He, he respects the, the league, um, he's he's gonna he's gonna have different options, so he, he might switch between the four four two at the right moments and I'm hoping it's not gonna be just uh we'll hoy the the four four two three one and just play that for ninety minutes for for thirty eight games. Yeah. I, th- I think he's got a bit more about meal. He'll, he'll switch it up and adapt to, yeah. to in, in games as well, he'll adapt to the opposition.
2: I think I think he's making the right choice to, to go with that formation early on. First of all, it gives you good protection while you are establishing players. We've got, <coughs> as we've mentioned, five to seven tough games to start with. You don't want to just go into them 4-4-2, four, four, 2, two yeah. strikers, and then just get absolutely humped. So I'll I give him that. I think he's, he's made a sensible decision to, to go with that pre-season and to get prepared for some mm-hmm. some really battling football.
3: I mean, I think as well, you've you got to look at, the, I mean, as bad as we were last year, that's the formation we played all season. So the players are comfortable in that system. They know that system. So it's probably going to be an easier transition for him coming in to at least get them starting out in in something, just making things as familiar as they can for them, to make it an easier sort of bedding in process. Um, in terms of bringing in new players, I think it's it's key that the players that were already there know what they're doing and they're comfortable in their own roles to to help out the new guys. So I've I've not got any problems with the four two three one. I think that's a good
1: point. I think Mike Williamson would massively struggle if there wasn't two holding midfielders in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine the surprise when he looks up and there's a big gap and he's expected to play some football or <laughs> something horrific like that. Uh, what worries me a little bit, I've said this consistently throughout his time at the club, I don't like Jack Colbach at all in a holding midfield role. I don't think he's any good at this. I think he's a really good player, one of my favourite players. He should be playing further up the pitch. Maybe he doesn't get in the starting lineup in- initially, which is... Fine, but you know it, it's it's a, it's a case of Anita and Kobach. Neither of them are like Tiote or Patrick Vieira. They're two skillful players who enjoy having the ball.
3: The possession players, aren't yeah. They?
1: And colback is 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 good in an attacking sense. And mm-hmm. what I think four goals and nine assists or something last season is testament to that. Playing in a terrible, horrific team, Anita. Yeah, he played well against West Ham. He's got a lot to prove. I don't think he's going to prove anything in holding midfield. No. All I can see that doing is creating a massive gap between the front four players and the back six. So 4-2-3-1 with the players. Yeah, Teodoric comes back and the McLaren reborn. Unlikely, but he does. Yeah, no problem, 4-2-3-1. I'd much rather see Newcastle play um, 4-3-3, which is maybe a a 4-3-2-1, but the three players, maybe a call back and another Winnie Lardham or something like that in the middle of the pitch, who have the ability to get back and help out with defence, but are much more forward-minded you know, the, the games in the past two seasons we've seen Newcastle play at home have been mostly horrendous. Let's let's go and have a go at some teams. Even the Burnley game last year, I know Burnley played all right, but any kind of attacking team with an attacking intent, playing about ten yards higher up the pitch, without two holding midfields against Burnley at home, probably would have scored six or seven against them if we scored three. Yeah. Um, si formation under McLaren in the new season.
3: <coughs>
1: Sorry, I meant Mickey.
4: I'd like
2: to see us go with a four-four-two. 4 I know it's not going to happen, but I would like to see I'd like to see us try something different
3: because we've tried four-two-three-one for years and years now, and it just doesn't work for us. Does four-four-two so. work for anyone these days, Mickey? Well, not that I can think of. Could, could so work for ha- us though. Could work.
1: Southampton played four-four-two uh, 4 not all the time last season, but at home, especially with Pele and the uh, Irish lad like Long. And if you're not every game Pe- but Hello. <laughs> the, Brazil, the Brazilian
3: 50. Oh wait, we do Italian. Get his pronunciation, right?
1: Yeah, so Mickey, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see 4-4-2 against the good teams that you you just get absolutely torn apart. There's there's no way, I mean, it's Chris Hughton esque <laughs> <laughs> like rocking up at Old Trafford or something and <laughs> <laughs> playing 4-4-2. Um but I, you know, against Southampton at home the be- what you want from your players is a flexibility in your manager, unlike Barju and... I'm not even going to say Kovac, he's not a manager. Um, to maybe go 4 for the last 50 minutes of the first half, that will be good or something like that. So I kind of agree with you to an extent. Um, I suppose we may, as well, we may as well move on now to the rest of the season or, or after that. So we've talked through our first five games. You then enter the, you know, easy, in inverted commas stage, easier of... Um, Actually, it's not easier. <laughs> it's still really hard. <laughs> so you've got Watford at home, Chelsea at home, Man City away, Norwich at home, Maghams away. You're looking at Norwich and Watford six points. Anything less, you, you're in trouble. It will always be Chelsea at home, so it'll be fine. <laughs> Man City away could be the TF weekly pot away game, because we can't, we can't do anything else. And then the big one against the Maghams, which has been moved at 12.30, which is really disappointing. Or noon even. <laughs> noon. 12 o'clock kickoff. I'll see you at nine a.m. Wetherspoons, lads on the day, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if not earlier,
2: with order and toast.
1: <laughs> and pints. So, with with that in mind, si, we're, we're getting into the you know end of October here. Will Newcastle be in the bottom three? Uh,
2: t- but if you g- going on what I've said so far, you'd, you'd think yes, and I, I, I don't think we'll be that high up the league. But I think with with new signings, new optimism, new manager. These are tough games. We'll pick up some results somewhere, so I think there'll be some shocks in there. I think maybe Manu away or West Ham away will get some points on the board. Same with same with Norwich or, uh, as you say, Chelsea. <clears throat> there's going to be some games in there where we'll get some results. I think there'll be some stuff to shout about this season, but I don't think it'll be consistent. So, yeah. We won't be in the bottom three, but we won't be a... We're
1: just laughing at something.
3: <laughs> uh, anyway, what are you saying?
1: <laughs> we're going to try and get Mickey back on the phone there because apparently we're getting li- we're getting uh, messages from some helpful listeners that uh, no one can hear him, so sorry about that. He doesn't talk any sense anyway. Well, I was so was
3: going to say, he's, he's just calling everyone Judas's.
1: <laughs> yeah, we know Mickey. Mickey's just WhatsApp and we'll cut you off. Sorry, Cy, si, continue while I get Mickey was back on the it, phone.
3: Was I still talking? You were, I think, just rambling. I was basically
2: spending uh, two minutes not answering your question, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I don't think we'll be in the bottom three, no, Dotty. I think we'll we'll get we'll get a few results along the way, but to expect us to be anywhere higher than tenth would be would be really miraculous.
1: Yeah, so that it very much backs up. Oh, can you, you can hear that, loud in Here, clear, can't you? Yeah. Put them up. Hello, Mickey. Oh. Can you hear us? That's miles, miles better. Right, for the for the sake of the listeners, <laughs> we'll go back through all the questions. Oh, oh you're listening to <laughs> Steve Jobs, <laughs> bloody <laughs> Apple. Yeah, it's funny how I'm using the exact same phone size. No. Um, yeah so Mickey we're just talking about the next set of fixtures you thought Newcastle would do really badly for the first set of five let's look at the next set of five which is um, what for the home Chelsea at home Man City away Norwich at home Maghams away will we be in the bottom three come October November I
4: don't think we'll be in the bottom
1: three I don't think we'll be significantly higher I think we'll be lower
4: bottom half of the table I think I don't know why if we didn't finish i I'm going to go on like this <laughs> um, <laughs> just when you think when you listen to the games like and away it's a, it's a lottery it? we're probably not going to win we'll never do uh, Chelsea and City Chelsea are a bit of a bogey team for us at home as as in we're, sorry we're a bogey team for them at home but like are oh, we going to do it again realistically probably not Man City away they're not going to have us beating them at their place like they've got a point maybe
1: Mickey, lightning winning. could strike twice this is what I thought last season <laughs> greatest I day of your life you. maybe
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's unlikely though isn't it and uh, Watford at home, you would think. of any of the games in the season, if we can't beat Watford at home, we might as well
1: not bother. Yeah, so that, that's, totally agree. That's
4: three
1: points. Then again, what have I got them we'll finishing eleventh in the preview show in the yeah. podcast? So <laughs> yeah. Careful what you say. Just we've had a we've had a text in from Gareth Kirk, massive MK Dons fan. MK Dons home and away, <laughs> saying we uh, we forgot about the lad from Northampton that was signed. Yeah, Ethan He's oh. not going to play, is he? Uh, no. no, I mean you probably like what, eighteen. He, everyone said the same last season. about Perez, Perez is what twenty? Yeah, that's different because
3: I'm just, Came from a higher level well maybe not higher level but he, he was a big surprise I, I don't see a, a player coming in from Northampton that young making a big impact on the team I will be in serious trouble if he's getting a lot of game time I would say
1: uh, yeah fair enough um, I wholeheartedly
4: agree we Ben that this Tony fella is not going to make any difference at all next
1: year <laughs> 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 so negative make
2: Just, you know, He's just uh, moved into his new house in the northeast and he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, re- I'll listen to this radio in Netherlands, see what they're saying about the football team. Oh. Um, we think he'll do
1: fine. I, thought, I think he needs to a th- thicker skin side. So he's going <laughs> to be a first. Mickey, here's one. Ryle, Everton, West Brom.
2: <laughs> so we've now played everyone in the league?
1: Yeah. That's a nice run. Yeah, so that's that that, that that'll get up to fifth, and yeah. then we'll drop 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 like a stone, presumably. Be
3: eight wins on the trot or something.
1: So, cheers, <laughs> <laughs> Mickey for that. Um, yeah, sorry, si, Ben. How do you see that run of fixtures?
3: That's that's where it's gonna. We're gonna have to sort of play really well, aren't we? We're gonna have to be um, sort of really ready there to to go and attack teams. I think we can it if if we are sort of struggling at that point you would hope you would go a bit uh not necessarily gung-ho but go in attack teams um you c- w- dr- draws aren't going to do any good really um and especially the, the teams that have just come up they're, they're going to be well up for it at the early parts of the season so you're going to get a good game off them And it's just about keeping your head and sort of being professional doing the, doing the job on them um and I've, I've got a lot of faith in mclaren i think he'll do the right thing. Um, as well, I think the, the renewed optimism in the fans, I think, should go a long way in terms of the home games. Um, I'm fully expecting a big reaction at the start of Southampton. Um, I think McLaren will probably send them out and look to attack, and I think hopefully that'll, if they get the right response from something like that, that could go a long way to getting um, sort of things on the track for for the home games. I mean, we all remember the years of St James's Park being a fortress; Pe- teams never used to come and get anything really um so it's just about how we've, we've got to t- try and get that that culture back and i think the fans have got a lot to do with that um but yeah in terms of those games you would, you would hope we'll go on and, and beat a lot of the sort of lesser teams we've got um liverpool obviously at home we beat them uh last year um but that was a very poor poor side um I would expect them to be probably the, the most difficult one of that run of games, but there's definitely definitely a lot of games in there that w- we should be looking to win.
1: Definitely, and I suppose it's kind of a... <laughs> we've been through the first half. Is that Mickey, uh, beatboxing or something? <laughs> I don't know if you listen to this, there is like a full-on rock band playing next door, um, which has nothing to do with us. Uh, so sorry if you can hear it in the background, or maybe you're welcome if you really like it. Um, <laughs> go, go on then, lads, we'll... we'll <laughs> We'll look at the, the the season as a whole, apart from a league position and all that kind of thing. Tell me one, um, well, one thing you'd like to happen this season. You know, I'll start off. After i go down. Well, I was. Ju- <sighs> uh, cheers! I totally agree. Well, I was just about to say, vile to get relegated with no points, but blimey. <laughs> Pretty glorious <laughs> <there. Imagine> <laughs> it, it's possible they're that bad. In the house. it's like it's like the cricket at the moment. You know how? Sorry if you don't like cricket, but I'm going to say this anyway. You know Australia got bowled off our 60 yesterday, and they basically nicked everything. Everything they tried to play, they didn't play a miss. They nicked everything, and some people were like, "Oh well, you know, it's unlucky because they could have played a miss, but they nicked it." That makes up for the past like three years of playing against Australia when they just played and missed every other shot, and edged and sliced away to big totals. It's the same with Vile. They've been so clear the last two three years that they could the could feasibly lose every game ten nil. They've had all their luck. The-
2: I really hope that the uh, the listeners enjoyed that cricket analogy there. <laughs> <laughs> Other than
1: some in the next twelve months,
2: um, nine months. Louis van Gaal come out when uh. the, when they finished fifth and the fin- you know got like the last sixteen in the quarterfinals of the Champions League and call it progress. <laughs> <laughs> say, say that's a good season. I think that's that's quite likely.
1: So, <laughs> it's more the interview than the event. You <laughs> can <laughs> um. <We're> t- <laughs> download from iTunes, SoundCloud. And, uh, he's basically a force, but you all know that if you've heard me before. <laughs> uh, ben, <laughs> what, would, what would you like to happen this season? <laughs> and maybe I'll come back to you. Just stormy idea.
3: I don't know. Uh, Newcastle win the league, obviously, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, I'm, this, I'm, I'm, like I'm going. I'm going. I'm going for a bit more ambitious than I hope Van Hall holds a press conference about <laughs>
1: these team's <laughs> performance. Think that was tongue in cheek. So I'll come back to Sai for a real one, and I'll do a real one as well. Ben.
3: <laughs> oh, I thought you said you'd come back to Cy Yeah, but after you've done oh I'll right. cut you off.
1: Um, I don't know. D- d- what do you want from us? We'll I come back. I I we'll <laughs> come back to Ben. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mickey, what what would you like to see happen in the in, in the next season? Apart from Villa going down, yeah, something to do with Newcastle. I just
4: want to have like, just have some fun again. Like, I want to be able to throw to the match and come away from the match, and like, that was that was a decent some,
2: game. I want to see crossbar challenges. I want to see. <laughs> <them>.
4: He's like, <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like, yeah, yeah. I want, I want to have fun at the game. Like, that didn't happen last year. <laughs> Apart from the last day, the last ten minutes of the last game. Yeah, the rest of the season was not. Pleasant,
1: yeah. And, and like that's what we pay our money
4: for. At the end of the day, like
1: I would like to like, see. But we want, we want, to see, we want to I don't know Like I would like to see uh, Newcastle get to a cup quarter final. I would like to go to a home or away cup semi final and just have that anticipation, which you don't get. I always remember the game, often not talked about, that little Europa League run when we were in the knockout stages. It was one of the rare times following Newcastle in recent years where you were like. Just, just, w- just like get through the day because it's Benfica at home tonight, and I can't wait. Yeah. That feeling of like, oh my, like you cannot wait. Knockout football, you can't, you can't beat it. Like, mm-hmm. which is why the club's uh, attitude towards co competitions has been so disappointing because they just don't understand that knockout football is a completely different adrenaline rush to league football and yeah. to be without it for so long. we <laughs> want to meet you Hudson? We're like, right, what time are we meeting in the like? And <laughs> yeah. then cast alarms three o'clock <laughs> for, for the eight o'clock kick off and just having loads of pints. <laughs> And and, go and crack us for a cup game.
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd I suppose on that sort of similar note, I'd I'd like we to get it back into Europe because I didn't get a chance to go to uh, any of the way trips, and I know how much fun you lads had on them.
2: <laughs> My bank balance is still <laughs> still hasn't recovered. We need a couple more years, man.
1: Yeah. So, so si, have you got one?
2: Yeah. Well, I was I was going to go in the same vein. I, I, I just want one higher. I, I want to go to Wembley. I'd yeah. love to go to Wembley. How, how good? I mean, yeah. Going to going to a, go a semi final or something, probably just as good, but. How how good would Newcastle at Wembley? You know what been wouldn't been be so great
1: though? though. Would you Would you get a ticket, sorry? for the semi? <laughs> would you get a ticket?
2: Hey, I've got four loyalty points. <laughs> Do you even have a season ticket? You
1: have a ticket out there. Is that
2: sorted? No, it's not sorted. for the honour. You've got literally John Smith. I think it will be sitting between you. So you just buying your season ticket? Well, the, the, uh, <laughs> it's a sore subject. Discussions are ongoing with
1: the <laughs> club. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, from one side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not talking back. Hello, put me through Ali Charnley. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 are you not looking forward to for the season ahead, lads? And anyone on Twitter, feel free to tweet in. What are you not looking forward to the season? I'll start off again to give you an idea. I'm not looking forward to, to this is a bit of a controversial subject, but I'm not looking forward to the seventeenth minute applause. I uh, I think Goodbye. the seventeenth minute applause I think it should stop. Because I think we the lads have got they've got the charity going they've got plenty going on the club should do a massive thing to honour them every year I think everyone involved is doing a great thing but the I wouldn't say politics but the booing of away fans uh, and and going to away grounds and booing the fans for not clapping something they have probably got no idea about it just I know it's it's a, a vocal minority but I, I just think it's done and I think it was fantastic that the that everyone's so passionate about it last season. But uh, I noticed against Monchengladbach, it didn't appear on the the big screen, so I think it's it's time to move on. Sorry,
2: I agree with that. I I think more important than that is that if people want to still do it, then fine, you know, they want to carry on doing it, but don't make it obligatory. Don't sort of if if people don't want to do it anymore, you know, if they think that they've spent enough time honouring them and what and what have you, then don't. That that shouldn't be a problem either. Each to their own, and then it'll get you know. Okay, so
1: go, so we'll move on from that and give me your uh, potential gripe of the season.
2: Uh, <coughs> <laughs> what do I not look forward to? The inevitable Man City away, Chelsea away, third round draws of both cup competitions. <laughs> uh, I think,
1: I'm not talking so much theoretically here. Like, wh- What about going to the match this season will, or Newcastle will wind you up?
2: I think we've, we've already touched on it on the on the podcast, and that's the the lack of away games that we can get to these, these days. There's so many down south, the it's Monday one, yeah. the Monday night games, the the even the, the relatively close ones. If you want to go northwest, Liverpool charging fifty two quid a ticket. It's just it's not an away fans game anymore, yeah. and it's it's, it's really uh, frustrating because yeah. some of the best memories I've got in my it's life. It's not an away fans
1: game because they put all the clubs down south. <laughs> 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 You know what I mean? Guess which team has got the the smallest distance to travel. Guess which rubbish, awful, mediocre team in an awful place of the world's away fans (laughs) have got the least distance. Is it Aston Violet? It is. And they still (laughs) won't fill out most away ends. (laughs) Hate them. They'll probably not fill out any away ends. Yeah. Well, they're they're not getting any points on us, so they'll probably get sick of it soon. Um, (laughs) Mickey, what's yours?
4: Um, A couple of things. Like... Just witnessing some of the inevitably, like, disgracefully mediocre at home before, which we're going to have to put away. Um, the two women that sit on my row that come 15 minutes in, leave 15 minutes for half-time, and come back 15 minutes after half-time and leave 15 minutes for the end.
1: Careful, but, Michael. We've been Michael, here before. They absolutely ruined my master experience, those two. <laughs> oh,
4: they're horrendous. Um, yeah, those, I'll do.
1: Richie Smith tweeted in there. Uh, well, he's asked us or oh, we're disappointed that we still don't have anyone who can take a corner kick. Yes, yeah, that's, that's Well, colback was taking them against uh, Gladbach. The, the, the corner against Gladbach, the corners were, were, we're better.
3: We're, it was just still to Williamson there who missed like,
1: a simple header.
2: I, I'd like to think that McLaren's coming to training. Right, we're going to practice corners and they've all looked at What? <laughs> a, we're going to practice corners. <laughs> what, what, how do you do that? But hopefully you'll have, you'll have noticed that. Surely
3: we we noticed he sorted out the throw-ins already. As in, yeah, I'm yeah, the throw-ins were much better. It's we're it's actually it's marking such people. A <laughs>
1: pathetic comment. The throw-ins are better. That's <laughs> how that's how bad it was last and season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and, me and Ben as well said it's Ben that there was like the other team didn't just have a three for it, like <laughs> yeah. basically a player unmarked. So that was nice. It's, it's as
3: if we've been playing like that football where there's there's no boards or anything, so you have to start off with the free like a kick back into the field and just like yeah have it just get the ball going like at least we're, we're, we're causing teams to, it's causing them to get the ball back quicker um, but yeah anyway carry on
1: yes yeah, so maybe Gareth Kirk, Milton Keynes fan wants to give us his um, predictions for, for Milton Keynes and the championship this season first time for them um, on another note uh, I suppose lads we may as well talk a little bit now about I mean we all did it on the podcast on Monday about where we're going to finish um, didn't do my uh, thing. T- sorry mate, I thought I thought yours <laughs> was the thorns, but yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah that
3: that's you not something <laughs> I'm not looking forward to. That's that's my biggest gripe. I, d- I hope we don't get any throwns. <laughs> uh, I was I was just gonna say a bit of a gag on there. Uh, all I see is uh the, the person that's taking side season tickets gonna be that woman Aww. that used to sit behind you <laughs> at the match for years we like Sit down, get out of your way But uh I right, nah no, it'll be uh that's gonna be a bit unusual I think if we uh, get someone some absolute nut there. Well,
1: well <laughs> we've got a bunch of nutters in front of her. Let's all stay anonymous. <laughs> uh Gareth Milton Keynes fan thinks they'll be relegated and the club will fold, so he's in for a tough time. Um I, I I know what you mean, like it's it's awful, awful being at the match around people you dislike. Yeah. There's I mean naming well, I, I can't even name any names, I don't even know if this person <laughs> had a name behind me. But they were much like you, mickey Uh this person would turn up four or five minutes late like three bags of food um <laughs> just unnamed food <laughs> just well greg's mostly like massive cheese onion pasty she, she had the back row behind us and we were the back the row in front and everyone in the whole of that back row stood up but her so we had to sit down and if we did stand up like right the door because people were standing up in front of us she'd still ask us to sit down even though that means we wouldn't be able to see either her response not my problem Okay, that's, that's going to be an argument isn't it oh sorry Yeah, it's not your problem I should have realised lads where, give me where you'd be happy with Newcastle finishing and where you wouldn't be happy so Ben well I'd, I'd top top half I'd be
3: happy um, so ninth or 10th uh, I think well actually, no. Nah, I'd go higher than that 8th I think 8th would be a decent season I think um, n-
2: ninth and 10th is content yeah that's where i predict would be happy. so
3: any higher I think we'd be happy yeah. um, I'd be disappointed if we're we're sort of well yeah in amongst the likes of Violence and Sunderland and teams like that we're, we're better than them we should be well clear of that lot um, So I'm, I don't know like just I'd, I'd be disappointed any lower than sort of 11th I guess
1: Simon
2: yeah I was sort of putting in halfway through what Ben was saying there um, agreed top, top half has got to be kind of acceptable anything below that will be disappointing because as you say that puts it in with the Viles the Sunderlands the the, the three promoted teams that are going to finish top half as well
1: um. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I think all the three promoted teams will survive you, know, you think they'll finish in the top half <laughs> never said that <laughs> I think top, top, top four y- you had Watford <laughs> 11th didn't you yes and wait and see
2: <laughs> we will we will No, um, I think with a bit of luck which, which as you said earlier we haven't had for a while we'll, we'll finish in the top the top nine top eight which would be a really good season considering how far we've fallen in the last two years I'd be happy with the top 10. I'd be unhappy with anything less, really. It's just another, as Mickey says, like a nothing season, and then you'll think, was it worth 600 quid?
1: Mickey, what would make you happy? Football related.
4: I think anything less than 10th would be bad, because if you look at the rest of the teams in the league, like the middle of the table downwind is horrific.
2: Yeah, even like your West Broms and. and
4: So if we're we're finishing less than 11th, say. I think we've had a bad
1: season.
4: Any longer than that, and we need to really sort out. Uh, I think, th- I think a, I'd be reasonably pleased with
3: it. Higher than that, I'd be delighted. Not going to happen. But <laughs> <laughs> the small margins, like isn't it? We've basically between eighth and eleventh. So th- essentially, within three spaces is going to determine whether we're happy or not.
1: David Stratton has <laughs> tweeted in saying seventeenth in the cup. I disagree with that a little bit because I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to go through what I did against West Ham again. That was so bad. It was so nerve wracking. For, for me, it's yeah, just be a bit terrible season. I'm not. I'm not really fussed where we finish as long as we're not in relegation trouble. I'm more bothered about the attacking style of football that we're going to play and that we're going to turn up into every game, knowing that when you know that, like you say, going to Chelsea and going to these places, thinking right, we've got a chance here because we've got we've got quality attacking players. Now you know the likes of Sesoko, uh, Wijnaldum, Perez, uh, Mitrovic—they've all been linked with better or certainly teams that finish higher clubs in the league. Let's just, I, I don't care, if we finish 14th and we'll have a really bad run at the end of the season, as long as as long as long there's something to, to think about and think, right, I enjoyed that, there was part of that season that I enjoyed, I looked forward to going to the game, so a little bit like you, but most importantly, a cup run, I don't care, if I'm trying to finish 16th, but I'll take 15th, 14th, I'll take bottom half, as long as we've got a cup semi-final. I,
2: yeah, I agree, obviously a cup run would be brilliant, but, if you're finishing anything lower than 14th, 15th it just means you're losing so many more games than you're ever winning and it's it's just not that much fun anymore going and watching me lose all the time I'd rather have a, you know, a decent season where you get lots of points yes a cup run would be brilliant but I wouldn't sacrifice finishing the bottom 4 or bottom 5 again I don't want to say that
1: fair enough um, I think that just about does to- it funny castle Were really excited for the season ahead obviously like i said please uh listen to the interview that i did with martin hardy of the sunday times about his book touching distance in the week a uh, really really good book i'm not just saying that i read it any any sports fan let, let alone a richie smith if we whip in, if we whip in a corner kick with and swerve i'll be happy <laughs> <laughs> uh, easily pleased richie um because obviously Mike Williamson heading it backwards at the end of it <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be the best result But yeah, uh, Martin Hardy's book uh, Touching Distance it's out now, buy it if you're a football fan, Newcastle fan you've got to read it uh, I did a 2TF special uh, interview with him with McMartin, True Fifth Editor on Wednesday that's available to, to download and listen to now uh, we also did the overall Premier League preview show which again, download and listen to it's been very popular this week and we are going to talk it's 5 or 10 minutes now about fantasy football. If you've listened to the shows recently, you'll know we're a big advocate of uh, a young or new-ish fantasy football game called Real Fantasy Football. It's www.realff.co.uk. People would always say to me, do you want to join me Fantasy League? And I'd say no, I'd, I'd think it's really boring. <laughs> that That's the Premier League version or the traditional version of fantasy football. Real FF is... Is, is fantasy football with a twist? I was going to say, Ben, do you want to talk the listeners through it? But it didn't go well on Monday, did it? It didn't,
3: no, <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm reinvigorated, I think. For go fantasy. on
1: then. Quickly, in the time we've got, because we, we actually have a draft uh, coming up at 8, which is, I'm really looking forward to it as Team TF Weekly Pod, but why don't you talk do, to the Do all
3: the lads getting involved know about that? All what of the lads do. Might, uh, all of them
1: might not be able to make it, but most of them can. Yeah, brilliant.
3: So um, essentially, how it works is. Um, each player will be um, drafted by, by one team so you, you can't get two teams with the same player um, so it'll trickle down, every team will get to select um, a squad How do we know how big the squads are? The yes yes. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 9, 10, 11,
1: 12, 13 14, 15 players so you've got 15 <laughs> players,
3: beautifully read out there by Alexi good, good eating count
1: private school education didn't go to waste
3: <laughs> but um yeah, so you, you'll have 15 um, specific players for your team. Um, you'll set your lineups, and each week um, you'll play one of the member within the league uh, and just face off one-on-one with that team. Um, I think this, it's going to be, this, in terms of the points, it's going to be using the Opta stats. I think it's that's one of the things that's unique about the, the Real Fantasy Football is that they're one of the few um, that links in with the Opta stats. So um, it's basically just you, you, your team will accumulate points um and it's it's just a, a more it's just a bit more fun um you can drop players if if you get injuries and so, uh, sort of players sent off you you drop your players and pick up uh, players off uh, sort of the ev- everyone else that's not been selected it'll go into um basically what's called the waiver wire and you can just uh pick them up at any point in the season um and you can do trades between the teams as well so um i think you can offer up to five players for one player if you uh, really 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 want uh so a, an aguero or hazard you, you can sell your your whole team for to try and sort of yeah. bait bait the person who uh it,
2: it's fairly low maintenance them. as well compared to to your traditional fantasy yeah. football, where you're making transfers every week, and
1: well, it's one of th- one of the great things. So I'm pleased you raised that because uh, um, if you have a, you know, we're all in the same league. If, if we, if any of us want to transfer players between each other or b- trade, we can't. You got offer me two or three players for one of mine, mm-hmm. which is pretty sick. Um, you, c- you know, the, you need six people to make a league, and the great thing about this is because. Um, so, for example, in the TF Weekly Pod League, what have I called it? I'm trying to think what I called it. I can't remember.
3: Something rubbish about Burnley, wasn't it? Some Carver (laughs) quote or something. Yeah, it was
1: Carver saying. I think Stoney caught the second half. Oh yeah, that's in uh, in reference to John. When I asked John Carver in the press conference, John, did you say Papi's play at the African Cup of Nations? Well, I was out. Where? (laughs) But I think Stoney caught part of the second half, and he he said he played all right. I think so. Thanks John. Um yeah, so so you need six players to make a league, but you can <laughs> join at any point in the season. So even if you think it's too late now to join, you know, it doesn't matter because it's not an overall points ranking. You're playing against your mates every week in a league, so I'll play Ben maybe next uh, this week and, and
3: and he'll get beat
1: and i'll and i'll i'll get a, a late winner i'm sure with a, a late aguero penalty or something and i'll get three points and and the league works like that so as long as you've got six mates in the league to join we're happy to join any leagues people want to we've, we've got a great league going at the moment i'll just uh give a quick shout out to the lads so we're, we're tri- team True F weekly pod truef <laughs> tf weekly pod so thanks to richard smith rob smith brothers maybe uh, john robinson paul walters alex Kirto. Who's who's? By the way, who's an Australian? It's six a.m. there, and he's getting up for the draft. That's decent. So, that cheers, Alex. <laughs> uh, George Cooper. Wilson great, great <laughs> commitment
4: commitment. from him Ian,
1: uh, Ian, uh, <laughs> so, sorry, Ian. Colquhoun Sorry, Ian. Ian C. <laughs> and Michael Nagao are all part of our TF league, and we're also doing an individual one, which we'll talk about. It's only five pounds to play for the whole season. It's it's really worth it. We're really really looking forward to it. Um, if you don't have, you know, if you have a, a odd number of players if there's seven of you or something like that don't worry the uh rff fill it in with a bot and the you know the team names are quite funny like <laughs> Car- carlo anchabotty uh <laughs> sir botty rob <Robinson. laughs> kind of there's really there's loads that's of them they're really, they're really funny so well done rff bad. lads um you know and even if you don't have six mates they'll fill it to six with bots so even if there's just two or three of you you can get involved honestly we're not pushing something here we're not, we're not advertising because we're really passionate about this um, people can get involved.
3: Well, we Fe- are advertising
1: it, <laughs> but I mean, we're not. You know, the, the lads from RFF haven't said, "Will you advertise this oh, for us?" No, it's no, got yeah. nothing to do with them. It does yeah, yeah, completely. Phoenix Taxis in our league are putting forward, um, you know, two places in an executive box for the winner, and if loads of people join up through TF Weekly, pardon, let us know, we'll, we'll we'll get some more prizes going.
3: It's it's just a completely unique way of doing it, though. I'd, I'd do the uh, American football one. It's so much better fun than than the, the standard um, sort of Premier League ones. So. Um, if, if you haven't played it give it a go it's, it's really good fun
1: so you've got four things to do listeners four things to do number one listen to the Premier League Preview podcast don't listen if you don't like swearing um, that's uh, you, you'll listen, be alright for the first yeah. five minutes <laughs> and then listen to the Martin Hardy Hardy interview uh, about his boot which is fantastic sign up to RFF uh, and, and get involved we'll play in a league with you if you need to and also, uh, if you haven't signed up for the True Faith weekly newsletter, the special, you should, because it's absolutely meant for any Newcastle fan. It's me and a host of other True Faith writers, uh, people who have been writing for the magazine, <laughs> the fans. That's that's for years.
3: Surely that's not a selling point.
1: <laughs> uh, good one, Ben. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a weekly newsletter. It's free, and it's uh, delivered to your inbox free of charge on the morning of every game. It's basically like an alternative to the Match Day programme, but it's funny uh, and basically written by people who care about Newcastle, unlike the programme. Lads, I think that's just about us. Uh, how will we get on this this uh, Sunday, lads? Go on, side. give us a prediction. 1-1. Uh, one, one. I think we 5-0 at Southampton. Just a joke there. No, I think Newcastle will win 3-1. I think uh, Mitrovic will get 2, and I think Mike Williamson will come on in the 80th minute when we're 3-0 up, scoring on goal, and then um, uh, basically make... Point somewhere? Point and load of people and stand close to someone. <laughs> ben?
3: Uh, I'll go with 2 1. I think Mitrovic will get off uh, the score sheet and uh, I think De Jong will grab, grab the winner. Uh,
1: Mickey? Pessimistically, I think we're
4: going to draw,
1: but I'm going to go with 3 1. To
4: Newcastle?
1: Yeah. You heard it here first. We're going to win the league. Unbelievable. <laughs> that was the cue for the music, Ben. <laughs> Does it happen again? No music. <laughs> no music. <laughs> need the wire, Dogger. You need the wire. Mickey, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> I'll yeah, see you yeah. Sunday, yeah, right? Yeah. See ya, yeah. mate. See you <laughs> mate. Uh, Here's the wire, Ben.
3: So do you wanna just uh, say anything further on that, Dogger? No. <laughs> do you wanna repeat yourself or is that what done?
1: I don't think I need to repeat myself. Right. No ways. Well, thanks for listening listeners. See ya, bye. bye.